Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. Welcome back, everybody, to Advice from a Call Center Geek. This is episode three. Um, Advice from a Call Center Geek is where we tackle all things contact center and call center, um, whether it has to do with operations, technology, hiring, confrontation in your call center. If it has to do with the call center or about the call center, we we try to take it on and, and give you some actionable items that you can take back to not only improve the quality of your center, but also to improve the, the customer experience which I guess is kind of the whole point of this, right? So again, my name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a call center outsourcer located here in Pennsylvania. And what I like to do with this podcast is, again, take my, my 25 years of experience in the contact center industry and, and try to help some of you out there that may be new to the industry or, or looking for some other kind of tools and tactics to, to bring back. So Kind of tagging off of episode one where we discuss seven ways that your call center stinks. One of the the big topics and the big reasons why we see, you know, call center struggle is the education. So that's what we wanted to talk about today. You know, last episode we we went really in depth into culture and, and how to hire the best call center associate. So, you know, let's assume that your culture's good. Let's assume that you now uh you've hired your your class of, of associates and now what the heck do you do with them, right? From a training aspect. So Let's start with the first thing, which is I hate the word train. You know, this is we used to work for for MBNA way back in the day in the I guess early '90s, and you know they talked about you educate people and you train animals, and that's something that kind of always stuck with me. So I really won't use the word training too much. It'll be more of an education, but I think that you know that's something that is a is a culture thing with us. So what I want you to think about here is how are you educating your new associates? Um, do you have a specific onboarding plan for them? Once you get through training, how are you doing in, in, in getting your reps to, to succeed and to, to rise to different levels and, and higher levels with, with ongoing training in your call center? So those are some of the things I want to talk about. So let's let's first talk about initial training. You know, we see here in, in our center, and, and I know that this is kind of a, a national average, that you know, most turnover happens in the first 90 days of hiring. Uh, when we don't do or, or when a call center does not do a very good job with the full onboarding process, um, you end up spinning your wheels. So what I want to talk about today is kind of an, an all-inclusive 90-day plan um, for a new hire call center associate to make sure that you know we're giving them the best chance to succeed and, and we're not spending too much money on our turnover costs and, and spinning our wheels, you know, rehiring and retraining. So... So from an initial training, one of the biggest mistakes that we see is is it goes too fast, right? And that's pretty obvious. But we see a, a rush to program train and not enough time spent um, instilling culture, um, you know, talking about the things that are going to really going to make the, the associate successful no matter what program they're on. So it's less talking about the program. It's more talking about the individual it's talking about policies, procedures. It's, it's again, it's it's trying to instill the culture of your organization upon them. You know what's accepted, what's not. 
we like to discuss, and this all happens kind of in the first 30 hours of training. So say it's the first three or four days. You know, we, we like to talk about legal stuff, right? So everything from sexual harassment to DNCs to TCPA laws, things that they will probably don't ever have to know. But I think it's a it becomes an advantage when we talk to our customers about, you know, all the things that our associates, you know, understand. So, you know, the other big, you know, kind of deal that we talk about after we talk about the culture and the security and the, the kind of the legal aspects is we really, really, really take this time to educate on tone. You know, we have a, our, our culture here at Expedia, if you listen to the last episode, is is a sunshine attitude with an entrepreneurial mindset that boils down to attitude and effort and tone is a really big piece of that so it's not just good enough to come to work you know read a script or, or talk to a customer it's you know what type of tone we, we actually believe and we have messages or we have signs all throughout our call center that the tone actually is the message right so it's more of, of how you're doing it than, than really even what you're saying so you know, we want to work on that. We want to understand, you know, the whole, you know, talking with the smile on your face. We want to fix any type of street language, you know, any type of, of millennialisms, maybe that, that kind of creep into to everyday language. You know, there's a there's a culture of how we speak and how we speak on the phones that you need to instill. Um, and that's different in every call center. You know, some, you know, I just bought a Peloton and I called their customer support and I thought they did a great job and they, you know, they were a little younger and they said things like, you know, that's awesome and cool. And, um, you know, I'm super excited for that. And, you know, those types of, of more, more conversational, you know, where, you know, you might be a, a more conservative organization where it's yes, sir, no, sir, you know, thank you. You know, those are the things that are appropriate for you. So, you know, that's a culture thing. And those are things that you need to instill in that first, uh, that first piece of training. So, once we get through the kind of the first, you know, policies, procedures, making sure that we understand culture, making sure that they understand how to speak and, and you know, what's accepted of them, you know, we'll get into the program training. Most of, for our, for our clients, most of our training, you know, has a window of, of four to six weeks, right? It's a really long time. You know, when, when you talk about, especially a new hire that's kind of new to this, this whole, you know, call center operation thing. So we got to make sure, and we believe, and again, this is a culture thing for us, but we believe that you need to have fun in the training room. You know, the, at, the atmosphere needs to be light. Your your trainer can't be just a school teacher that drones on, right? They have to understand the room. They have to understand when they're going too far with material, um, you know, play a game, do something silly. It's, an, it's really important to us that, you know, we're not just, you know, preaching a program, but we're trying to to instill, again, I keep saying it, instill culture into everything that we do. Um, and that's, you know, that attitude and effort that matters with our with our trainers as well. So even as you go and, and you get into program training and you start, you know, a screen training where you say, you know, if the customer says this, you want to go to this screen, you want to click here, um, you want to click on that, make sure you go there, ask them this question. After every single time that you give these examples, role play the little pieces of it. And make sure that all the things that you talked about with tone, with delight, with how they're supposed to be saying it, get stressed right along with what you're what you're pressing and clicking. So don't forget that those aren't kind of separate, uh, you know, separate things that that you want to just you know remember in the beginning. That's got to happen the whole way through. Do a lot of role playing, you know, and and I know that you all know that, right? That's kind of like the scrimmage again. I'm a sports guy, and then 
the thing that that matters, I think, too, is 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 test these guys. And I know not everybody's really good at testing, but you know, come up with some. Make sure that you you come up with some type of testing for each either module or each day that you can kind of break down. It's not. I don't believe it's good to do an overall final test of of all the material. I mean, you can do that, but um, I think it's more important that you kind of drill down on on each separate you know kind of module and, and kind of help them with that. So then, you know, after these guys get get trained, it's very important that you don't throw them out into the the middle of the floor and say everything's good. If you really want to do this right, you know, so you know, say that that training was 4 to 6 weeks, we did another week before, so we're about, you know, 7 weeks into this thing or, or going into our second month. So we want to spend a a couple weeks in the we call our incubation room. Um, and the incubation room for us is right off the f- off the call center floor. Um, we have a controlled environment. We have QA staff that's right there with them. We have a you know, we don't go above an eight to one ratio for our supervisors, and most of the time it's with trainers in there. It's about a four to one ratio when you're talking about incubation. So once we feel you know if this is a an ongoing program and this program's already out on the floor, if there's an individual that's a little bit ahead of everybody, feel like they're comfortable. Then we can kind of take them out to the floor. We introduce them to their team. Everybody kind of shakes their hand, gives them a high five. We kind of set their booth up where it's it's kind of special just for them. And we want to make sure that, you know, they feel like, you know, they've done something really successful. Um, they've done a really good job. So, you know, you can do things as well. If a full class is coming out that they've all graduated, um, you know, we've done that too as well with, you know, giving certificates of training. You know, those types of things are are any type of excuse you have to kind of throw a little bit of a party or, or do a celebration, I think it's really important. And, you know, that, that kind of leads us to, I guess, the, the next piece is we really do believe in that that whole, you know, ceremonies and certificates. And if you do a really good job, it needs to be recognized. So um, if you do have a full class coming out and you have a team's already on the floor to give them a standing ovation and kind of high-five them as they're coming out with balloons. And, um, you know, we've done things <laughs> like... You know, having balloons out on the floor, and if anybody did a you know really good job on a call, or they after they took their first call, they popped a balloon to to kind of say, you know, I'm ready to go with this. So there's a lot of different things that you can do with education, and especially from the initial standpoint. So that those are some of the things that that we like to do. But you know, one of the things that I just want to stress is don't rush it. Make sure that not only you're giving the individual a, a chance to succeed, but also Make sure that they're a fit, right? Your first 90 days is a good reason or a good way to, to see if they're a fit for your culture as well. So having said that, right, and that's an initial train and some kind of little tips, I guess, for there. You know, one of the things that we do from an ongoing training, and we do a bunch of things with this. We're, we're very, you know, highly, we really believe in the education of the associates and the ongoing education of the associates. So we do weekly education, so every single week we pay. We don't bill our clients. We we pull each rep off each program, and we have it scheduled with our, our workforce management to to talk about specific soft skills. Right? So we do weekly education, not so much on program training. Now, if there's something big we need to cover, we'll cover it, but pretty much on soft skills, how to talk, making sure that we're listening to their calls and playing them back for really good tone and delightful calls. So you know, that's one of the things you can do, but to drill down to this and to really, I think, help the individual, one of the things that, that we've done and, and I think needs to be implemented in a lot of different call centers, and this can really help you, is to do a weekly agent analysis program. So 
this is kind of the the bridging of QA to the supervisor to the rep, um, and it it provides not only instant or I guess feedback for the associate, but also gives them a roadmap for their success. So I guess you can you can you know really add in a, a little bit of an HR element to this as well. So how this works is every single week we pull our reps for 15 minutes with their supervisor. So the supervisor will pull them. And I know a lot of you say, oh my gosh, 15 to 20 minutes off the phone. And I would say, without doing this, I would be scared that they're on the phone. Um, without some type of plan, without making sure that we've given them some type of weekly evaluation of where they are. The first thing that we do is we review. We talk about the past week. Um, what were their quality? What were their sales goals? What were their conversion goals? Did they meet those goals for, that we've given them from the from the previous week? Now, we're going to touch base with these guys every day as well. But this is more of a... You know, off the floor, let's let's just breathe for a second and let's really talk about some of those things. You know, we're going to have our supervisors give them specific, you know, examples on, on how they can help, such as, you know, you know, Janie, we talked last, last week about your, your closing signals on your calls. Um, you know, I think you've done a really good job with this. Um, you know, yesterday with that customer, you did this, blah, blah, blah. Make sure your customer, your supervisors are prepared for this. And, and really take the time to understand each rep, what their goals are, and, and, and where they are in the process. The second thing that we like to do, and this is kind of in the in the middle, right, is is address, right? So the first one, we're going to review, talk about what they did last week, talk about the goals we give them, how are they progressing down that road. Number two, we're going to address any issues, right? So we have a pretty strict, we're, we're unlike a lot of call centers where we actually have a dress code. Guys are in shirts and ties and you know, females have, have a, a specific dress code as well. So we, we're going to talk about dress code. We're going to talk about any HR policies that come up at this point. You know, HR is, again, they're dealing with these guys every day, but this is a you know a time where we can have a little bit of a conversation on what's going on. We're going to discuss our culture, right? We're going to touch if there's any attitude or effort issues. Um, or for reps, you know, we, we like to have fun, but if there's some issues around that and how they're talking to people or, or how they're, they're interacting on the floor, we're going we're gonna to discuss that. Number three is goal planning, right? So we reviewed last week. We've addressed any issues. Now we're going to make it a little lighter, and we're going to talk about a specific goal for that individual. These goals should be different for everyone. So your top performers, you should be stretching the, the highest level of what, what can happen on a program. But if somebody's newer on the floor, if somebody's struggling, let's get them to get a little bit of success, right? Let's not give them the overall program goal. But make sure that you know your stars have the higher goals and expectations, and your your lower reps. Let's get them up to that to that star level, or try to get them to the bottom of that level. You know, be pretty specific with this. You know, yes, you know, last week you did a three point five on your QA. Let's really reach for that three point seven or a four zero on your QA for this week. Is that a is that a pretty pretty good goal? Make sure that the associate kind of agrees with that goal as well, so that you have a plan that's not just kind of being edict to them, but that they uh, that they understand and then the fourth one which is a little different but I think it's really really cool is is progression so we're going to come up with a plan for where this associate wants to be in in 30 60 90 a year from now do they want to be a supervisor do they want to be a management trainee do they want to get out of the call center totally because they have an IT background and they want to go to IT do they want to work for another company yes I said that you know, we have uh, you know kids that and when I say kids, you know, employees in their early 20s, that this might be their first job. They have a degree. 
and you know their overall goal is to to do something else and that's okay there's there's nothing wrong with that and we can help them with that so you know when we do that if they want to maybe hey can i spend a couple you know minutes or a couple uh, a day or two in your it area to see that stuff I, i'd like to i think i'm really interested in that you know hey i'm really interested in becoming a, a management trainee what do i need to do and we're going to come up with a plan for them on how they can progress through the company um, or even outside the company. And I think that that's something that's really important when it comes to turnover is, is to be able to show progression, show um, how they can make more money and even maybe almost more important than that, um, how they can you know, add to their leadership skills from that aspect. So that's really important. And then, you know, the fifth, the fifth um you know, piece of this is to document everything. So, you know, we have our own kind of format that we've create, created online. That's kind of our own Expedia internet that, you know, we can input all this information to and it's all set up. But you don't need that. You don't have to have it. An Excel spreadsheet um, works just as just as well when we were just starting out. But make sure that this is documented. Make sure it's somewhere that the associates can go look at it. It won't be a surprise then when you're giving your daily goals and, you know, some of the things that you talked about are on those daily goals. So, you know, I think that that's a, that's a big piece of this. You know, there's some other things that we do from an, an ongoing education. But I think, you know, those are the, the two really big ones is one, being able to pull the associates, you know, give them some soft skill training, you know, really all the time. And three, you know, develop an agent analysis program where you're, you're putting your associates on a track to be successful. The last thing that we do here that I think can, can really benefit you is we do a uh, management trainee program, which I'm going to do a, a separate podcast on to kind of discuss some of the things that we do with that. Um, so we don't really just pull, we don't pull agents right off the floor, make them supervisors. They go through a three to six month program that uh, makes them understand the difference of the job of where they came from, where they were an individual to now focusing on a team and, and leading a team and trying to get everybody up to their standards or the standards of the company. So, you know, that's something that we will discuss as well with, you know, that comes with some offsite um, legal training and, and some other kind of really cool things that we do with that. But I hope that this kind of kind of helps. This is, you know, a, a big reason, again, why why a lot of call centers struggle, right? They, they don't really grasp the full, the full training aspect of what needs to happen to make reps successful. Or they do a really good job in the beginning and then they drop the ball as the, the life cycle of the rep happens. And when it's you know, 30, 60, 90 days down the road and nobody's really told them or talked to them about improvement or given them some type of plan, you know, things, things either stay stagnant or they, they kind of drop. So again, uh, I appreciate it. I hope, uh, I hope that this was helpful. Again, if you are interested, I do have a book. It's called shockingly advice from a call center geek um, just google it on amazon it'll pop up it's super cheap but it'll give you again some of these these items in writing that we're discussing here and, and try to help you and, and can kind of get you a, a little ahead of the the curve here too as we go down the and go kind of go through the book and and talk about some of the things that that i think are really important in the contact center so um, my name is tom laird i'd love to, to have you please subscribe to the uh uh, to the podcast here. If you have any questions or, or you, you want to reach out to me, my email is tlaird at expedia.net. Please feel free to do that. And again, uh, you know, I really appreciate the, the viewing or I guess the, the listening. Next, our next uh, podcast here, 
you know, we're, we're going to be discussing kind of the management piece of it that we discussed about management cultivation, how to deal with confrontation in your call center, uh, management training programs, and, and how to really get your middle management to to do a great job for you. So again, thank you very much. It's 12-20-2018 uh, it's here, so uh, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Holidays, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Thank you.